You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've not learned music. It's Just the good stuff, baby. Much like this decaf instant coffee. <laughs> decaf? What? <laughs> Why? I like the taste of... I like... Because I don't want to be up all night, but I want coffee. But because we're, we're, we're talking and like, it's not great, but it tastes, you know, it's hot bean juice and it, it uh, my, 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 my focus is on y'all, not the coffee. It's just something to have. It's like, it's like well, TV on the background. The coffee. Yeah. I, I, the focus is not the question here. It's decaf. This is a grandma at the Applebee's move <laughs> you know after what? dinner. Like, do you have any coffee? Do you have decaf? I'm not going to drink a big cup of coffee at 9 p.m. on I know, Friday. No one's expecting you to, Will. But I'm just going to like, bed in like two hours. No, the question is not why aren't you drinking coffee right now. The question is why are you drinking decaffeinated instant coffee to begin with? Because I, I like the taste of, of coffee, but I don't want to be awake. I'm not even questioning it. I'm just commenting. I just think it's it's, it's a... Tyler's questioning it, though. It's the, I'm, <laughs> I'm questioning it a little bit. Judging a little bit here, but... I also would probably drink a cup of coffee at 9 o'clock at night if I had to record at 9 o'clock at night, because uh, I get tired. But then when the recording's over, you're suddenly all wired, and you live in the middle of butt lake nowhere, and <laughs> what are you going to do? Nothing. Everyone. Everything closes at 7. <laughs> Tonight, I am drinking uh, Ken and Alex Tutur. It is their Malbec Cabernet Sauvignon from 2018. Um, for Trader Joe's. <laughs> actually not Trader Joe's um, it's from Publix. nakedwines.com uh, uh, do you have one of those like, wine subscriptions I used to and then I forgot to stop paying for it and uh, it got to a point where I had $240 just in my naked wines account and I was like well gotta spend it uh, and so I got we got 19 bottles of wine um, and we're still going <laughs> through them oh uh, yeah but then I realized afterwards uh, after I again forgot to uh, cancel my membership, that you can just like have that money just refunded to you. Um, uh-huh. But we still got 19, do- 19 bottles of wine, so don't you could use naked wines as your bank. That's yeah, honestly, it, it was a savings account for a while. Uh, you could use it as a savings account and cash out when you need it, yeah, and just have it in an interest free bank. This is we're not sponsored by naked wine, we should be, honestly. <laughs> Listeners, yeah. dear listener, here's how you, here's how you do you want an interest free bank account? Listeners, I mean, <laughs> if you're watching, <laughs> great wine. It's this is a I don't typically go for a Malbec. This is nice. Have you seen that green text post of the guy who used GameStop as his personal bank? Yeah, I think it might no. be a long time. Have you seen that, Tyler? No, I haven't. What what is it? Oh, he he was like GameStop has a policy where you can reserve uh, any game um, pre order basically pre order it, but you can also <laughs> Get your money back any time before the pre-order is up. So anytime before release date. So what he would gotcha. do is he would get his paycheck, take his paycheck on Friday to GameStop, pre-order a bunch of games, and then as he needed cash, would go into GameStop and cancel the pre-orders and get the cash. That's then, that's ridiculous. That's like that's but, like too hard to me. But he was like, I, I like I like playing games. I like buying games. So games that I wanted to buy would already be on pre-order. And okay, he likes games as much as Sean likes wine, so I guess yeah, that does make it, sense. Even if even if you don't 
don't spend your money. You're still spending your money on things you're going to buy on anyway. It's just it's it's the perfect plan. GameStops they're all over America. You can walk into any of them and say, "Hey, give me sixty bucks." <laughs> Cancel, <laughs> Captain Toad. If you're fast enough, you can get a free game. <laughs> I think you also. I think he also did get rewards points for pre-ordering. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. It's like American Express points, but for yeah, games. I think he, I think he, I think I, I'm not sure they let you do that anymore because of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see any what company policy change because of 4chan. Sorry, go ahead, John. One hundred. Oh, a lot have. <laughs> oh yeah, plenty have. The, the Time Magazine incident where they voted. They single-handedly controlled the person of the year list, all like fifty spots. What did what happened? I, I'm unaware of this. They as hacked well. it. Oh yeah, they hacked oh. the person of the year poll, they, and they made the founder of 4chan number one, and then they mm, made moat. the the list spell out a, spell out a name or spell out a word if you read the first letter in every name on the top fifty people list. Yeah, oh god, it's I a, don't even want to know the word. The societal repercussions for 4chan will be felt for generations. Uh, <laughs> welcome to episode 173 to, of Radish, everyone. I am your host, your... I don't say ghost host, because that's... Uh, he said it! He said it! It's the, tis the season! <laughs> tis the season. It's me, your boy, your, your, your ghost boy, Boo Berry. Uh, hey, he's back! Dead and back again. Um, it's... Uh, I was I was going to say it's, it's War on Drugs October, but... I was preempted by death. Uh, so it's, it's <laughs> uh, Boo Berry back here again. <laughs> you should do death metal albums. Yeah. Any- oh, yeah. Um, Rest in peace, Barry. <laughs> that's, we don't have to get into it. Uh, okay, next time. <laughs> Shonor in deprivation. <laughs> by Gate Creeper. Hey. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'm Will, the devil's spooky sweetheart, far. <laughs> it's my honorific forever. I like how the devil, the devil himself is like, I have a little spooky sweetheart. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not just no, like, no. I have a sweetheart who I find suitable to myself here in hell. I want someone who's a bit spooky. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to redo your intro because Mal got it in one. Sean buried. Ah, uh, that's a good one. That's so. That's good. all right, Mal. I I I gotta keep. That's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mal. I'm gonna keep the booberry. I think you know Sean buried is it's it's fine, but I like I like the booberry. But thank you for the idea for my uh, tombstone someday. <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler Elefunk Graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> also, the end would have been good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Morbid Black Eyed Peas albums. It's that one where Real Taboo I died. Was. <laughs> peace taboo. Pancake I don't think he's actually dead for people listening. Oh yeah. No, I'm all I'm dead and taboo is here with me in hell. Not in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Taboo's in hell. <laughs> I mean his literal name is Taboo. What did you think? If I'm dead, so is Taboo. Rest in peace, Taboo. They, they were killed in a duel. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez>. uh, <sighs> <laughs> what happened this week? Uh, we got a, we got a couple good news stories, and one that I no one that I am uh, that's you know very body positive, and I'm all for. Um, 
Should we start with that one, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, right, let's lead it. into that one. <laughs> Hit us thanks, with that headline. Thanks to a uh, uh, Twitter user, uh, Meg Bichel. Uh, it's now small penis fall, everyone. Hey. Hi, Mom. Go! <laughs> uh, uh, producer, can we please get My Time Is Now, the John Cena theme song playing over this show? <laughs> oh, I was just about to say, no, you thank ahead. you, Sean, for spinning this as uplifting. Um, the thing is, it's only slightly uplifting. If you well, know. this is the... <laughs> All right, next news like story. Six to eight thirty. No, 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 no. This is not. This is not a Twitter thing. I mean, it started off as a Twitter thing. Men's Health Magazine uh, Men's, wrote an yeah, article. They're reporting on this. it as like, "Hey, here's a Twitter thing." But hey, we support it. So good for Men's it's Health. Official, folks. It's that's the thing. Is that fall. like that's where I got the body positive stuff. It's like the the writer for the Men's Health article who I'm going to credit here. Um, <laughs> like, please don't. Philip Sean wrote Ellis. this article. <laughs> Philip Ellis. Um, he he spun it pretty well. How nice. Um, I was trying to think of a, a funny name for, for uh. Yeah, I mean, small penis ball. I mean, it's it's very. I was I, I mean I was thinking like names for the author, like Peter uh, Junior or something like that. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's 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 like Hot Girl Summer. It's it's you know no matter no matter I mean I, unfortunately I can't celebrate this. This would be stolen valor. Um, <laughs> yeah okay yeah so i i hope everyone has a good small penis fall for those who celebrate i will not be i will be <laughs> uh doing you know doing things that are not the antithesis of small penis fall like getting in fights behind applebee's and <laughs> i don't know watching mma i don't know what i'm supposed to do keeping a straight face in all haunted houses <laughs> 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 making truck decals not letting out a single noise <laughs> yeah dressing up just as a wait. skeleton grunting when you're sitting down <laughs> just wait until mega hog winter comes and you'll all be sorry <laughs> speaking well it seems that mega hog winter has already come uh because shakira, shakira. was attacked by some wild boars uh in barcelona sorry hey, barcelona Sean, please barcelona how many thank you yeah yeah <laughs> I'm sorry to our How many listeners. Wild boars. <laughs> How many wild boars? Was it, was it between thirty and 30 fifty? To Forty. <laughs> 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 if that guy was laughed at on Twitter for weeks because of that, and then Shakira is attacked by them, we owe him an apology. Well, he <laughs> wasn't true. Spanish. Yeah, that was the Midwest. We That's don't the know American that Midwest. Also, oh, have I can't you guys ever this article at all? Thanks, Washington. Have you guys? Oh, are you? That, wow, that's such a 2021 statement to make. Uh, the Shakira article about feral hogs attacking her and stealing her purse is behind a paywall. I can't believe they stole her purse. That's the thing. Is that <laughs> these like, ho- these hogs sound pretty smart? Mm-hmm. Have In you guys ever come face to face with a feral hog? I have not. I've been, I've seen like pigs at like a petting zoo, which are not feral. I mean, they're not no. they're not like domesticated, but they 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 are a little scary. Yeah, they're they're, a little they're, scary. they're yeah they're wiry. <laughs> you think it's gonna be soft? You touch that pig, and you're like, ooh, they're a little bristly. This is what Peppa like a toothbrush? Like, not like that. <laughs> Peppa's a wild boar. Do you know how tall Peppa Pig is? Wasn't it like six foot two? Uh, it's close to that. Tyler, what's your bet on Peppa Pig? It's height. Uh, eight feet. <laughs> She's seven foot one. Split the difference. 
<laughs> Peppa Pig seven feet tall. <laughs> I would. I mean, if I was Shakira in Barcelona and I was approached by a seven foot tall uh, Peppa Pig, I would also give up my um, personal goods. Your purse. Yeah. Was it like a bunch of hogs in like a trench coat with a gun? <laughs> just like hey, I don't know. Where was Shakira? In when I think Spain. Barcelona, I think I think it's a very large metropolitan area. You know, when I think wild boars, yeah. I figure you have to be pretty far out from the city center to run into a wild boar. It was pretty far out. <laughs> I'm. Is this right here? Yeah. Okay. So, Spain is known for Iberico. Which is like this special pig that they eat and they prepare that what kind of food is Iberian pig. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, I'm wondering here. Iberian like, pig's revenge. Yeah. I think this is like, uh, I think Spain has like superior pigs. Uh, when it comes to like serving as well as like smarts in terms. They Apparently they're acting like the monkeys that you see in, I think, Thailand that steal people's snacks. Um, just over in Spain, it's pigs. Wow. Does... Does Shakira live in Spain? Or is she just on vacation? I think she was just there. Yeah. I think she's Colombian. I got her on vacation. That's even worse. From Zootopia. <laughs> she is from Zootopia. You're correct. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of the tracking people down, we got our guy <laughs> on the case. <laughs> this, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't this think we'd have to. Yeah, this, this case is a... Uh, it's a lot, it's, but it, I, I mean, will. You, I will absolutely be watching whatever documentary series comes out about it in the next eighteen months. Without well, there's doubt. hundreds of podcasts that you I can know, find online I don't, right now if you wanted to about the Brian Landry case that's going on right now. But, I want the full picture. I want everything from top to bottom. I want you know. So what, what's happening? This just for the, the viewers at home. Yeah, Sean, you'll be happy to hear that Dog the Bounty Hunter has come out of we'll retirement. Talk. And is on the case of Brian Landry. He is in the Florida Everglades as we speak, searching for Brian Landry. Why is he there? Going through, Sean. Going he through is reads. shooting. He is shooting a docu series. So oh. the only thing you need to watch about this Brian Landry case is going to be the Dog the Bounty Hunter docu series about him happen. searching for Brian Landry in the swamp uh, from the dog's mouth himself. <laughs> I thought um, that Brian Landry had already like left the state. Like he wasn't in Florida. But I guess he the did. Letter. Like we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down. I guess we're gonna I, narrow it down. I mean, if you if you go and look at like reports online, the closest person to finding Brian Landry right now is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like it's it's not not even oh. joking. He's he's on it. Uh, I, honestly, if he finds him, that'll be the greatest end to this that I think I can imagine at this point. Dog the Bounty Hunter. <sighs> I mean, he's retired. I don't know. Did he actually ever? Did he like ever find people? I guess that was his thing. Well, he's yeah, not like a ghost show, it's like, but he's it was like, no, it was like a local area. So he's just like this suspect is, you know, not paying his bail, and he's at the Red Roof Inn off the nearest exit. So of course, dog found him. Well, yeah. you gotta I don't know think if he like if searched people. If you're a celebrity who has the t- term the bounty hunter in your name, if there's an infamous person on the loose. You feel obligated to come out of retirement, right? Like, even if... <laughs> That's true. That's the thing, is that, like, Laundry's... He hasn't even been, like, charged with a crime yet. He's just wanted and questioning. And I 
M of the camp. I don't think he's alive right now. <laughs> we're gonna find him. Yeah. We, Dog's gonna we, sniff him out. Woof woof woof. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Dog the Bounty Hunter. I assume that he's he's like Scruff McGruff. He's not yeah. he's pretty damn close, actually. It's it's amazing to me that Dog the Bounty Hunter has not been on, on the WWE in some capacity. I just assumed he was from there. <laughs> exactly. He looks like a wrestler. Macho made Randy Savage fake his death and became Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Great leading theory. Um, I should do a yet, crime podcast on that. Finding Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is uh, posting it through it, though, huh? He is. Everybody go check out his Twitter. He he has turned Brian Laundry uh, into a, a, a cryptid. <laughs> is it illegal to follow Dog the Bounty Hunter? Because he's tweeting out where he is. I just want to go yeah. there, be six hours behind him, just posting the same stuff. Like <laughs> I have, I've co-signed Doug's analysis of this area. <laughs> just, just get his attention. Be like Buddy from uh, Incredibles. No, no, I don't think bounty it's illegal. Hunt the bounty hunter. Yeah, there we go. Doug the bounty hunter. I just finished watching Death Note, uh, old show and tell. Doug the bounty hunter is the American version of L. He's just a just an enigmatic super detective. Uh, and he's out there. He's gonna find him. He's he's the he's the closest thing we have to like a like a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he's America's Sherlock. He's America's Sherlock. Oh man, he probably looks just right at home. I don't even think he's from Florida. He probably just looks right at home to, though down there. Yeah, they just where is he from? <laughs> he looks like he's from Florida. Oh, his name is Dwayne. Mm. Yep. Yeah. It would All be so Dwayne's funny if his name was names. Doug. <laughs> then he'd be Doug the Bounty Hunter. Um, Dwayne the Bounty Hunter is 68 years old. <gasps> Hell yeah. He's six months away from the nice age. And he's from Denver, Colorado. Denver. Nice. He's 68? His brother is named Mike Chapman. I assume it's not the Homestar Runner creator. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if? That's that's a power family. <laughs> it really is. Jeez well, Louise. Well, People dog, also ask, rock. what is Dwayne Lee Chapman doing right now? Wouldn't you like to know? He'd be out of a job if that information was on Google. <laughs> That's how Brian is st- keeping his, uh, you know, keeping his pace, is that he keeps Googling, where's Dwayne? And they <laughs> tell <Where's> him. Dwayne? <laughs> what a case. Oh, Evey. In any case. We need we need more celebrity, uh, celebrity detectives. Because I feel like I don't want... I don't want like the police to be like, we're on the case. I want just some enigmatic man to step up and be like, I'll find him. Like like Dog's <laughs> doing. Dog's setting a great yeah. example. He truly is man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dog the Bounty Hunter breaks his leg and they have to put him down? Oh. <laughs> he get like he gets into like, you know, some chocolate or something. Could he eat chocolate? <laughs> I don't think he can. No, can That's can. where you got the name from. Can Dog the Bounty Hunter eat chocolate? <laughs> no. That's how he got the name. Yeah. He has to change his name if he does. It's part of the pack. <laughs> Doug. He's colorblind. He kicks when he has nightmares. <laughs> he has heartworms. And he likes being scratched behind the ears. <laughs> he takes ivermectin. <laughs> he, shits, he shits in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine being... Marrying Dog the Bounty Hunter, you go home on your wedding night, he gets in the bed and does that little spin around thing like 80 times before he goes to sleep. Precious. Would love it. Um, I'm hoping (laughs) 
you know, generations down the line, we get uh, a follow-up show. Instead, we just move the first title of his name to the end, and we just have the Bounty Hunter Dog. Um, <laughs> I think that would be much more interesting. Or Hunter the Bounty Dog. Hunter the Bounty Dog. That's pretty good. Uh. I'd like Hunter. Uh, he might, you know, just be a paper towel mascot, but we'll love him just the same. <laughs> In any case... Let's move on to our uh, show and tells this week, which is basically uh, what we have for you this week, folks, is a Venn diagram. Um, one side is one Netflix show, and the other side is another Netflix show, and right in the middle is me, uh, because I do <laughs> <both>. <laughs> Which one do you want to start with? I, I want to start with uh, the one I have finished and uh, am most excited about, um, and that is Midnight Mass, which is... Just, this is going to be a tough show and tell to do because I it's a show that you have to sell people on without telling them what it's truly about. And I understand how that's complicated. But I encourage you all, despite you know listening to this podcast, going as blind as possible. It is mm-hmm. so rewarding to just like discover the story as it goes along. Uh, the cast is fantastic. Um, the writing is extremely good. You'll also, I mean, obviously, it's, I mean, well, there's a lot of monologues which you have to get through. There's a lot of sappy monologues, but a lot of them are really well written and they're nice to listen to. So prepare for that. So far, this sounds like a one act play competition. It's, you're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. I would but, say the monologues are the biggest attractor of the show. They're well yeah. done, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot. It's I I said it's like if Stephen it's like if Quentin Tarantino wrote a, like adapted Stephen King because it's got like the spooky concept and like the great, you know, setting and all that, but there's a lot of just talking. Um mm-hmm. not to, that's not to say there isn't a lot of action, there's a lot of spooky stuff. Um the what I want to say central like specifically the concept which it explores, I will not go on more than that. The concept which it explores is the most interesting and refreshing exploration of that concept I have seen in over a decade. And it is also one of the most just kind of like how most obvious, like it's incredible. No one, as far as I know, has explored it as Flanagan has in this. And apparently it is an idea that he has had you know, since his youth, um, with, you know, Crockett Island and what it's going through. Like this is like, there are midnight mass nods in uh, hush is one of his movies as well as Gerald's game. Like this, he has been like teasing midnight mass for so long. And it is, I see why it is his best story, his best characters to date. Um, an incredible cast. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough, especially for this October. It is it such sounds- it sounds like it sounds exciting. I'm very excited to see it. Mm. Um, the the trailer for it uh, leaves a lot to obviously uh, explore within it, mm. uh, and you did a really great job of exploring. I mean, of explaining kind of like the feeling that it gave you and how it's kind of breaking ground here. Uh, but what's like the shell of this? Like, what's the plot? I mean, it, I, I all I see in the trailer Shots. is a, a it's, preacher it's basically, around the bush. Yeah, I'll come right out and say it. It's a sequel to Speed Racer. It's a sequel to Speed Racer. <laughs> 
where it's, it takes place in a different universe where Speed Racer is in a fisherman town and he's lost the Mach 5 and all of his memories. And in episode four, he gets bonked in the head of the coconut and remembers, I'm Speed Racer. And he has to find Spritel. He has to find Chim Chim. He has to find Pop. They're all over the town in plain sight. And he can't recognize them. And then it becomes uh, kind of sexual, but I don't want to get into that. <laughs> it's I'll give the, the IMDb description. It's, you know, apart from what Will said, there's also a mysterious priest who uh, takes over the, the parish, uh, the Catholic parish of Crockett Island. This, you know, this island that is subsists off of its fishing industry. It's 30 miles from the mainland. Um, a mysterious priest come and miracles start to develop. And it's about, you know, the townspeople as they grapple with what's going on. Um, Interesting. So it's got... It's got, like, I think Sean yelled it with, like, very Stephen King vibe. Very, like, mm. I don't know if it takes mm. place in the Northeast or the Northwest. That's the thing. I was trying to clock that, too. I think it's Northeast. I mean, it makes sense if it's, like, well, it's, like, fishing town. Like, it's not, like, lobster. So, yeah. it, it, it could be off of Washington. It could be off of Maine. You don't know. That's it's true. off it, the coast. They, they just do, I think, crabs or something. Um, but it feels it feels very, like, kind of, like, isolated, like, small town spooky. Mm. It's got that kind of, like, almost, like, Junji Ito, like, folk horror feel. Where you're like, something's not right in this town. And like, it feels like, you know, something's off in this, you know, kind of remove. It's not like a big city monster movie or anything. It's just like some, something's weird here. And like, it's just quaint enough to like pick up on little, little things. And uh, it's also a show I think that uh, definitely warrants a rewatch. Um, I'm, I've been reading Reddit threads about it and like finding people dig up old stuff like hey did you notice in this episode they did this and i'm like oh cool um yeah it's just like i don't know atmospheric horror very like very drama very like drama focused character drama yeah. mm-hmm. um which i'm not usually a huge fan of but the the horror scenes i think are really really well done and like kind of mixed in really well it's 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 it takes the best parts of flanagan's previous series of like haunting of hill house like it does the horror like will said very well and it has like a solid concept with great characters, and it does what Bly Manor did very well, which is like have a lot of dramatic beats and makes you really care for the characters. And also has uh, Rahul Kohli, who is uh, fantastic. I, I, Hamish Linklater is amazing. Uh, Kate Siegel obviously is going to be in it. She's Mike Flanagan's wife, but she's also an incredible actress on her own right. Um, I love seeing her in these properties. I wish she would branch out. Um, I heard Hammond uh, Gringley was also in this. He is. He does. He's, he has a wonderful job as Speed Racer's son. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Speed Racer. He was great in Hippopotamus. Uh, <laughs> um, it is. It's just an extremely well acted, well written show. Cannot recommend it enough. It's seven episodes. You'll get through it real quick. Peyton and I got through it in a, less than a day. Um, you also I got it quick, way ahead of everybody else, right? How did way that happen? I, I got it a, a night before it came out. But still, oh. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of radish, good, right? I mean, yeah, it's because of radish. It's because of my media hookups. No, it's because I, I I pay attention very closely to what Mike Flanagan is doing, and when I see an opportunity to get early screening, I do. Um, I'm at his house right now. Yeah, he unleashed some wild boars on him, and it stole yeah. the DVD <laughs> copies. Um, but yeah, it's super good. It's you know what Flanagan does best, which is a lot of frights, but also a lot of like very human moments, which I feel like we don't get a lot of. Um, it with horror it really spooked me too like there i did not get too spooked doing the shanjuring like that whole series Mm. and like the night after watching like episode three or four i was like that's pretty creepy like i'm gonna go to bed now (laughs) in my apartment alone and i don't like this nice i also like 
I kind of it the the horror spaced out enough that like there was a moment where I forgot I was watching a Mike Flanagan joint. I was like, that was a pretty good episode with the tackled alcoholism and Catholicism and the differences. They were like, oh my god, <laughs> I forgot that it was <laughs> nice. That's another it's thing good. I should mention is that it's very steeped in like Catholicism and also I mean, religion as a whole. But it, it like had me thinking in several moments. It's like kind of miss going to church. I miss like like <laughs> <laughs> the, the the structure of it. The structure and the ritual and like the the rhetoric behind it is like oh and like you know one having been an altar boy when I was like in the fourth or fifth grade and two like having a, a very enigmatic priest. Uh, like Father Paul, um, played by Hamish Linklater, is like I don't know. There's like a sense of comfort to it, um, and I like Speed Racer a lot, so I felt right at home too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, please, please, I will. I think we won't go into it now, but once we hit the raddies at the end of the year, once everyone's had three or four months to watch this show, that's when we'll break out the spoilers and we'll discuss it further because I it, I think it deserves you know all the praise it's getting. Shot called. Sean thinks that this is going to be his ratty for TV series. It's going to be one of them. Nice. Best Speed Racer nice. show. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, Succession Season 3 hasn't come out yet, and so I below that. Mm. Well, Netflix also put out another series around the same time, equally as scary, uh, but a different kind of scary. Definitely a lot more, a lot less uh, of a slow burn, a lot more action-packed, and uh, that's Squid Game. If I could talk about Squid Game for a little bit here, Sean. Splatoon? Yeah, we'll, I thought we'll about Splatoon everybody. too, but it is there's no paint involved. No, no paint involved. Uh, uh, no. Um, well, unless you count blood as paint, and there uh, are a lot of colors, a lot of bright. And I do. Colors. <laughs> well, if you count blood as paint, there's a lot of paint in this. Uh, so, Squid Game. Um, you know, there's not a lot of uh, subtlety to this one, so I, I think I can really explain the plot of this without uh, kind of spoiling too much here. But it's a Korean series produced by Netflix. It's about a group of people who come together with similar backgrounds of financial ruin to play this quote unquote the most dangerous game style game uh, for people who aren't uh, as literary literarily savvy as I am. Uh, I'm talking about Hunger Games style game. Um, well, those are two different. Go on. No. There's I mean, the most dangerous game, which is about a rich guy hunting people on his island, and then there's the Hunger Games, but whatever. Which is about rich people watching people kill each other. It's That's similar. And, they don't have to yeah, do the killing themselves. You're right, you're right. They're both death games. They're both, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're Speed Racer, yeah. where people die in race cars. Exactly. <laughs> Speed Racer, Speed Racer is, is the true the true source for this, this style of, of show. Um, most Western fiction. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Uh, so we got all these people who are in this Hunger Games style game, uh, but all of the rounds are based off of children's schoolyard games. I think everybody at this point has seen the uh, the red light, green light with the robotic child singing that creepy song yeah. and it whips its robotic head around. And if you're still moving, then you get freaking shot. Uh, so that's Jeez. that's kind of that's yeah that's that's how this, oh, this show goes. It's brutal from the beginning. <laughs> it's uh, but unforgiving. It's, it's very unforgiving, uh, but it's also much more than just the game. Uh, it's it's the characters. You know, I love characters. Um, TBS. TBS. <laughs> it should be on TBS. Uh, characters welcome in this. No, we love ca- TBS. We love characters. Is the- <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> Get it. It brought it. It brought a very familiar feeling to me when I was watching this, and I couldn't put a finger on it. Uh, until I realized it brings very similar vibes to me than Peak Lost did. 
because it's it's very similar to Lost. They're all trapped in this situation together, and you get the uh, the background of a lot of these characters revealed to you bit by bit, which causes you to grow more attached to them. You know, kind of their life before the island, um, and you know, honestly. Uh, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but this also takes place on an island. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's that's that's kind of similar vibes for me. Uh, I would say between between uh, Squid Game and Lost. Um, but uh, as Sean said, it's unforgiving. It's brutal. It's heartbreaking at times. Uh, also, some really cool, fun action. Um, yeah, I just I I will admit I started watching the show just because I wanted to see what games they would be playing. Like I I turned this on similar to how I would uh, a Saw movie. I'm just like, I see the red light, green light, and I'm like, cool. Uh, and I want to see more of it, and that's what the, the show, that's what keeps you. Um, yeah. But there they is... They win a lot of money. It's like 45 billion won. I don't know what that... that uh, About 40 million dollars. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, not so much. Which I, I looked <laughs> up. It's very funny, because watching this show, I would start typing in, like, the amount, like, 10.1 million... Or like a hundred thousand won, and would like immediately like autocorrect to like two U.S. dollars of just like you could tell people are watching this show and googling trying to figure out how much like these people are winning. Um, right. So, so the more people that die in the competition, the more prize money the survivor survivors will get in the end. Um, so it continues to grow. That's kind of the central yeah. point of it. Does it grow? Um, or does it just like not get split up as much? No, it grows. Uh, like every person's life is worth a hundred thousand. Like I think, yeah. 100,000 won, I believe it is. Gotcha. And they start off with like 460 something people. Yeah, 465 people. Um, yeah. And then it just. It's a. Uh... It's good. It's it's really good, and, it, and it's more than just the the you know the people who are participating in the game. You get kind of the dynamics of the people who are running this thing, yeah. and kind of the structure there, and, and background on some of these characters. Uh, There's like an the infiltration Netflix... plot. And... Yeah, the Netflix CEO came out and said Squid Game might be the biggest thing that's ever been on Netflix, which is crazy to me. Um, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, it's also worth mentioning the production design. Like the. Oh, it's so good. Like the games that they have, the setting of like, you know, where they're, the people are being held is it's, it's, it's incredible. It's so nice to look mm-hmm. at. Well, I mean, not nice. It's more unsettling than anything. Um, <laughs> but it's extremely well done. Um, and a lot yeah. of care was taken into the show. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very. I think Tyler and I were at the same place right now. We haven't finished yeah. it. Um, we're a few episodes out. A couple episodes out. Um, I don't recommend binging this in a day. You can do Midnight Mass in a day, <laughs> easy, and you'll be like, "Oh, what, sure. a, what a thrill!" This one will. I think you have to take some breaks. You gotta take some breaks. It, go take, this one, go take like, a hot shower. A lot of this like stuff like really hits, and the show really takes its time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's Korean made. It's in Korean. Uh, my Netflix, uh, defaulted to the dub because Netflix dubs all of its, uh, foreign, uh, series and movies that it puts out. And probably, uh, so I recommend, uh, yeah, I know yours, yours was the opposite, but just in case it comes on and it's English, you can change it. And I recommend changing it because, uh, um, you know, just hearing the act, the voice that's coming out of the person, yeah, hear people a lot more emotional weight to it. Um, Sean normally but, watches you know, his programs in Korean. So that I do. That's true. Memory. That's true. Um, yeah, check it out. It's it's great for the spooky season. It is cool. spooky season, isn't it? It's officially spooky season. It is finally. I was wondering 
I had, I had to sit up a little longer because my spine was just tingled. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have been like starting early with like the scary movie. We already have our list ready to go for like stuff we want to watch this year. Uh, we've been like making some dents, uh, like what scary stories to tell in the dark, the adaptation that came out a couple years ago. Fucking whips. It's great. Good like PG thirteen horror. Very fun. I hope a sequel comes out. I don't know if one will. Um, another one, after we finished Midnight Mass, we watched uh, Oculus, which was one of Mike Flanagan's earlier films. Um, absolutely incredible. Su- like, r- remarkable movie. Uh, because it, when, when was the last time you watched The Old Poltergeist? It's or... been a few years, but I, I want to rewatch it. Because, I, I mean, The Old Poltergeist. It's pretty scary. Fucking masterpiece. It is. Yeah, it holds up. Like, that and Exorcist hold up really well still. Exorcist? I, I, I've been watching a lot of classic horror films in the last few months. I watched that. I watched The Shining. I watched The Exorcist. Um, really, it's, it's hard to kind of match that in my eyes and, and capture the, the you know, kind of the horror that comes with an older, mm. um, There's a established feel horror film. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm not it's, saying it's scarier or anything, yeah. but I, nothing else has kind of captured that magic, you know. Like we just I, we just reviewed um what what's call it malignant on uh yeah. on um the Chandring and fantastic scary as hell film but it's 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 not uh, a big difference between that and and you know something yeah. similar that came out in the eighties or something like that. I would put it follows in the the retro canon is like close if not yeah it's not exact it's a little it's a little mm-hmm. polished but I don't know I, I I think it follows is kind of it's my favorite horror film. So nice. I, gonna say, I mean, there are a lot of found footage horror movies. I ooh, Lake Mungo. Uh, oh which yeah, you'll probably hear me talk about again. Uh, that is a must-watch if you haven't seen it before. That is Tyler. If you're talking about like something that feels like special and of its time, and something we'll look back upon and go, oh, that was a really good horror movie. I think Lake Mungo is definitely going to be up there, um, especially if you like ghost stories and you can. It's it's a found footage movie that doesn't feel like you know. If you're burnt out from the genre, it absolutely rips. Um, cool. I, I do want to mention Oculus again. Uh, super fucking fun. Great editing. Real mind bending. Real like just kind of panic inducing. Um, it, it's a. It's, I can't stop thinking about. it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, as the month goes on, I'm sure we'll update everyone on like the, the scary stuff we're watching, the scary stuff you should be watching, and where you can watch it. It should. It's worth mentioning, Tubi, T-U-B-I, the app, free to sign up for, has so many okay. like horror movies <laughs> free streaming. I think you have to deal with some ads, but it's really not a problem, especially like scary stories to tell in the dark is there, um, and there will probably be more by the time you're listening to this. It is absolutely worth your time. That and Shudder um, are great sources nice. for scary movies. Or pirating, or want, yeah, or pirating. <laughs> I want to check out. Uh, I've seen a lot about. I, whenever I see a screen cap of it on my Twitter, I'm always like, "Ooh, what's this?" And it's always from Noroy. No, no oh, uh, yeah, Noroy is a. Uh, that one's that's that's number one on my my watch list. I think because I always see screen caps. And I'm always like, "Ooh, that looks good. I think I'll I enjoy think, this." And the poster is scary as hell. Yeah, you. I think you will enjoy. It. Well, uh, I think Shutter has it. That's where we watched it last year. It's um. Another really good found footage, uh, and it's also a, a slow burn. Um, but yeah, it's, it's some good shit. Oh, ch- cheesy as hell, but I really like, like this movie. Hell House LLC. Uh, oh, on yeah, Amazon. absolutely. You've talked about that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. It rules. It's just like, it's just like they made a. It's, have you seen, have you seen this, talk about this one? Have you seen this one? I don't remember. It's a, uh, it's a 
yes, you can use the code Radish for 50% discount on your first month of Tubi, uh, which is free. So you do get it <laughs> 85% of free, which is slightly freer. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, LLC, LLC is a, um, <laughs> they pay you. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. Um, <laughs> you get 15% free into your account. Um, <laughs> it's a found footage horror movie about guys who tried to make a haunted house in a haunted house. And it's like them setting up haunted house decorations and like getting ready for the haunted house season and like stuff's moving. They don't know if it's the decorations or something else. It's really good. It's like, it it probably cost $11 to make it. It looks like, it looks (laughs) like crap, but it's pretty, it's got some heart to it. It's, I like that one. I I love one. I love haunted houses. um, Like just as like an attraction to go to. And so like this concept of just like, Oh, we set one up and it's actually spooky. It's super fun. And it's done really well. There's one I'm gonna spoil this. It's a 11 year old movie. One one scare I like a lot is like this is a guy. He's doing like the the technical run through, and so like mm-hmm. he goes into like one of the tunnels and he's like, all right, going into this room, make sure everything fires off correctly. And he's walking through and he's like, how many zombies are supposed to be in here? And they're like four, <laughs> east corner, left corner, this corner, this corner. He like looks around and there's just like a fifth guy standing there. <laughs> and it's like I don't know, it's it's crap like that that's just like really like Ugh. nice. Also, kind of sounds like Speed Racer. Oh, it's a prequel. A lot of oh, things. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> at the at the end of the movie, the one survivor gets the Mach Five. <laughs> Most movies. I, I know we're coming up on the end of the episode, but yeah. I definitely want to talk about what we plan to talk about before we canonically before we out here. How I died. Sean has died again, like he does at the start of every October season, and has turned into the ghost of Boo Berry. Um, well, last year he died from hypergonadism. Yeah, hi- hypergonadism. That's, oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, I thought it was Tyler Minks Billy Gardell's disease, which is which I've hypergonadism. It's yeah, like, oh, which is hypergonadism. Okay, it's like ALS gotcha. and Lou Gehrig's. It's the same thing. Non-Hodgkin's <laughs> gotcha. lymphoma and Hodgkin's lymphoma. Well, those okay. are opposites. <laughs> well, yeah, but okay, we're not, well, not going to tread down this. Not non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So, how did Sean die again this year? This is a I good came face to face with a feral hog. <laughs> I mean, the obvious answer is the novel coronavirus, but I feel like we <laughs> yeah. can't do this. No, we didn't do that last year. When it no, was yeah. well, it was too soon yeah, last year. We <laughs> 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 were canceling plans and crap last year. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah. I have written down, I got old yellered slash where the red fern growed. <laughs> you got put down like Dog the Bounty Hunter. A dog bit you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I ate 43 hard-boiled eggs. Nah. <laughs> By the way, I followed up on that. They still don't know how that guy died. <laughs> I thought he died because he ate 42 hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, you can, well, like, yes, overeat. That's, that's, the, that's the thing, but, like, there's still no, like, conclusive lab test as to how, <laughs> like, what in 42 eggs will kill you. <laughs> I think your blood just becomes eggs by that point. You, your heart can't <laughs> pump eggs. <laughs> like, there's no more nutrients. It's just egg, and your body's like, I can't do this. <laughs> this is all eggs. Um, Sean, I think I think Sean got Jean Valjean. He got Sean Valjean. He fell off of a bridge and hit every single rock. Every single down. piece of the way down. <laughs> that was not Jean Valjean. That was Javert. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Javert. Javert. That's Javert. Sean Ver. <laughs> Sean Ver. 
I sang a reprise of a the previous John song saying I'm going to catch him, and then I uh, decided because I justice is flawed and the system I was serving was... Uh, <laughs> I love Les Mis. Uh, <laughs> Same. Uh, I, I'm actually really upset with myself. I got that wrong. I, I tried Ivermectin, uh, and when you <laughs> still have... When you put mix Ivermectin and Moderna in your system, not great. Oh, Sean... The, the canic reason to be Sean, John did take the horse medicine, ketamine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a real death. What's a, what's a fun, what's a fun death? You gotta think of a fun death. Drowned in muffin too batter. much. That's, that's horrifying. Your last thoughts would be, oh, muffins. This is delicious. <laughs> Blueberry. Sean got hit by a car wearing a stealth suit. I, got I like that idea. <laughs> That's Ooh. what I, I'm gonna say. Ooh, I, got I like prestige. And I'll I'll let the audience just decide at what point was Sean prestiged. Which which one? Um You were crushed in a birdcage. Was crushed in a birdcage. <laughs> I was drowned in a a, a a water cage. But just like, how did you die? I was prestiged. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, what's what's a movie where like several people die which that you could just kind of vaguely allude to? Oh, he got mm. good fellas. <laughs> <laughs> he got well, I guess that's just a slasher flick. Oh, what? He One got more cheaper by flick. a dozen. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I got it. The frog dies. The frog does yeah, die. Exactly. <laughs> My siblings made fun of me for being adopted too much, and I died. Um, <laughs> watch Fear Street, the trilogy on Netflix. Super fucking fun. Oh, really? C- cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, it's a... Netflix, you know, teen slasher drama, like horror movie, but like the lore it builds and like the way each movie builds onto the other, super fun. Cannot recommend enough. It's the most fun I've had watching a slasher movie since I think the Scream franchise. Well, no, uh, Freaky just came out too, um, and Malignant. <laughs> um, but yeah, Fear Street is super fun. Can't recommend enough. Um, and I uh, think you could you can you can count Mulan as a slasher. They had swords. And Jedi powers. Can we say Sean yeah. got Wiley Coyote'd? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll we'll narrow down the cause of death uh one of these weeks with uh, some acne stunt. Yeah, I don't want to give it away, but let's just say there was a mural of a tunnel involved. <laughs> what was I chasing? Do it full speed. Uh your dreams. Is this a roadrunner? Speed racer Road yeah. on <laughs> the streaming service. Wasn't it on Netflix? I don't is it? This is where we need Evan. Someone should put, someone should put it on Netflix. Uh, Michael Clayton, we need you to infiltrate Netflix. <laughs> I was gonna say I was Michael Clayton, but there is a you very like, graphic, no unforgiving that, death though. scene in Michael Clayton that like is not good to watch. It's, I don't want people to think that happened to me. Sean got boogie nights. <laughs> got burned after reading. Just draw from that what you will. We gotta wrap this up soon. We're just we gotta we gotta yeah, we're just naming films. Ooh, yeah, we're just naming movies. Any case, folks, thanks for listening to episode 173 of Radish uh, during our favorite season, spooky season. I've been your host, your uh, uh, orb host. I'm not crazy about the orbs. Um, Booberry, you can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter, Sean M Barry everywhere else. Uh, yeah. Want to plug Letterboxd because, like I said, I'm watching a lot of horror movies. And holy shit, October's fucking stacked for movies. Every weekend does something. So it's going to be a good month for Radish, folks. 
Uh, I've been Will, the devil's spooky sweetheart, Far. Uh, you can find me at uh, Will from online, where starting uh, tomorrow, if you're watching this live, starting um, October 1st, uh, I am going to listen to the Monster Mash every day for a year until uh, either a year happens or I'm no longer depressed or I'm committed. So, um, <laughs> a year. Um, <laughs> I'm so calling tomorrow, the hospital Sunday. Please, <laughs> into this. Uh, Wait, it's, are, you, it's, are you doing it at set time, Will, or is it just like no. when you have a moment? When I have a moment, it's only three minutes a day. If you're three minutes a day, I can go live on Twitter. Uh, I might archive them and make some kind of fun video with if and when I eventually stop. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be live on Twitter. You can come hang out and listen to the listen to a licensed song for three minutes where I like, <laughs> try and not get demonetized. And uh, yeah, Demonetized. Uh, the rules are... <laughs> Jesus, the, the rules are I can listen to covers, so I gave myself some variety because there is a cover by uh, Goofy on Spotify. I don't want to spoil oh. it for you. You should listen to only that. Also, <laughs> then you'd I, actually I, be committed. I would submit also. Who's I'm Spotify? sure it's on your list, but uh, the Misfits cover of Monster Mash. Is oh, fucking hoot, banger! Yeah, yeah. So, so come hang out and uh, do the Transylvania twist with me. <laughs> The David Archuleta um, version is also fantastic. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing Tyler, I don't Um, know if that's a joke or not. What, you think I listen to David Archuleta? No, you know reality show stars well. So maybe you just pulled that name out of your ass and said he did a cover of it. I don't know. He's a singer. I know he's a singer. Tyler's good at making jokes. (laughs) Thank you. Well, let's not Uh, say that. Let's <laughs> not go that far. Uh, I'm Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. We also have a network. Uh, you can follow that online at Indiesaurusnet and uh, Indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Join the fun. Um, also, we just recorded an episode with a friend of the show, uh, best friend of the show, honestly, Mal, mm-hmm. uh, of The Chandering. We just uh, watched and reviewed Malignant that just came out. It's on HBO Max until October 10th. So watch that, then check out this episode, which will probably be out in a few days or so. Who knows? Uh, Shoot, I guess Tyler's question here. There it is. got it this week. Wow, that's great. That's great. We unearthed it. Hmm. Thinking this on the spot here. It's Would Fat you Bear rather? Week. Sorry. Oh, it's Fat Bear Week. What can we do with this? We didn't even talk about that. That's true. Um, I, I have no questions for Fat Bears. Sorry. What <laughs> would you <laughs> would you rather fight a fat bear protecting its fat baby cubs or slide down a six foot razor blade with your shirt off? Can I have pants on? Your pants could be on, but shirt's off. You gotta slide We're down. We're talking like razor blade. blade, like water slide, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, like water slide. I just turn. It's a giant turn. Turn the razor blade on its side. It's on the, the, the easy side. It's like a big slide. It's easy. You've left this too open. I did. I, I left this too open. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's either like. F- no, I, I feel like big blade is better, and potentially, you know, just like complete. I feel like that's better than uh, 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 being mauled by a bear. A sleepy yeah, bear at that. <laughs> what if you landed in a pool of rubbing alcohol? Oof. <laughs> that's too that's, that's think. too harsh. Really makes you think. Netflix, we'll Netflix hired me, Twitter, week. do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.